Is your spring break a staycation? This episode of Friends Fit 40s, we're going to talk about staying fit and active while you're home on spring break. We're also going to talk about considerations when drinking alcohol. And we're going to talk about all those little tidbits that turn us from 2D to 3D podcasters. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Laura, our first topic is all about the alcohol. Well, you know, I think it's appropriate. Like spring break's coming up. I tend to think like, I mean, we're not college students. We're not going to go get completely smashed. But a lot of alcohol can be consumed on spring break or on vacations, um, maybe more than what you're used to. Okay. Yeah. So good point. I think that might be a good reason why we might be bringing it up. Okay. So we've done some research about alcohol consumption in our 40s. And we're just going to talk about some of the things that we have figured out and we have found out as we've done this research. Yes, definitely. Alcohol can have effect on your weight loss for a couple of different reasons, not just because of they call it empty calories, right? Yeah, yeah. That you're not really gaining any nutritional benefit from the calories that you're consuming. And so if you're if you're in a fat loss phase where you're in a deficit of calories, having empty calories is not going to be helpful. No, but it also does something scientifically. So I'm going to let you explain that, Stephanie. Because Laura keeps saying that alcohol slows down your ability to lose fat. And I was like, well, yeah, because alcohol is its own calories. And so therefore your body isn't burning the fat calories. Your body is burning the alcohol calories, which is true. However, it does mess with some of the mechanisms in your body that break down the fat. And so when we were researching this, we were I was just looking at how it impacts fat loss. And there is a definite connection between alcohol and your body's ability to, to break down fat. So it's, it, it messes with your internal like systems, systems of your body. Yeah, that's the best way to say it. I mean, it's metabolic mechanisms is kind of this this technical nutritional term for it. But my simplified version of it, probably in my simplified brain, is that... <laughs> your brain's not, not simplified, but keep going. It not only provides you a second source of calories, but it also messes with the way that your body breaks down fat. So, yeah. There you go. So if you're trying to lose fat for whatever purpose, you're going to need to limit your alcohol. Yeah. Right? And it and that's why folks with extended alcohol use might have fatty livers because of how these mechanisms play out. And I don't understand the biochemistry 
So you might hear about that later. Yeah. (laughs) I'm totally intrigued by this now. And so that's what I was telling Laura. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is more than what I thought just the caloric consumption is. Right. And so I am absolutely fascinated by it. So I will be looking up um, nutrition-based journals that I enjoy reading. And I'm going to figure this out. But in the meantime, just know that it messes with your mechanisms. Not only that, it has an effect on our sleep, which then can affect your workouts and some people like their whole demeanor the next day. Yeah. So, I mean, I know when we're in a very strict training mode for, say, half marathon, and we know we have an eight or a nine or a 10 or an 11 mile run coming up, we know how it affects our sleep. We yeah. don't get good sleep if we've consumed alcohol the night before a long run. And it also just affects our mood and our ability to perform well. Yeah. It dehydrates us. Yes. And so, yeah. So all of those things, it don't bode well for a long run. Right. We really feel it on there. Yes. I mean, we've had some pretty rough long runs. Right. Well, and like sometime when we were like, well, we had one drink and then it was like, oh, well, we're going to have to make our long run shorter. Yeah. Because one of us, you know, for whatever reason, and we both give each other grace and we're aware of it and we can feel how we feel differently. So I think that makes a big, that's a, that's a big thing is that yeah. you can actually feel that you don't feel as good. Yeah. If that even makes sense. It also, even though alcohol can act as a sedative, meaning that it may help you to fall asleep or you may feel sleepy when you drink it. It doesn't allow you to have that kind of sleep that's a really restful sleep. To help you perform the next day or feel good. Yeah. And so um, that's a consideration as well. So it's interesting because Laura and I enjoy the occasional drink and know that a lot of people do for, you know, socially and after a long week winding down or whatever it is. I also want to point out that there are some benefits Red wine in particular does have some benefits. Red wine is made with red grapes, obviously. And so there are antioxidants associated with those red grapes that do have some health benefits. And it's also been proven in moderation, meaning like one glass for women to have some effects on cardiovascular health and also your gut health. Of course, research this yourself as you are thinking about your consumption of alcohol. Uh, So some of the tips that we have with alcohol is, of course, think about your caloric intake, both with the alcohol and with the foods that are around you while you're drinking. Oh, definitely. Because I think that oftentimes when we start drinking alcohol, we tend to like throw all awareness out the window and we just start eating like fatty foods. Yeah. Which isn't going to help any fat loss. Right. That you have goals of. And Laura and I have spent many a Friday night with our can of a hard seltzer and which is about 100 calories. And then we'll make a plate of vegetables and dip and kind of call that our happy hour. Right. Which might be something to consider. Right. Yes. Also, of course, drinking in moderation. That goes without saying. But also drinking water with your drinks to um, make sure that you're balancing that out and staying hydrated. My big PSA with the whole thing is always have a driver. Yes. Um, I most don't, definitely. I don't drink and drive ever. If I have one drink, I have a driver. I know some people are not as strict as I am about that, but I just can't afford. um, Well, you don't want the mistakes that come with it. Right. So, yeah. So just some thoughts about alcohol and, and what we're thinking about alcohol right now. 
hate about spring break is that everybody goes away. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it might feel like that for sure. And I'm left with the Facebook page of airline flights. Oh, you have to turn off Facebook, I feel like, during spring break. Because otherwise, (laughs) if you don't go somewhere, you're going to see where everybody else went. And if you don't have the right mindset, it might put you in a really bad mood. It could. Yeah. And my last, like, chunk of spring breaks have always been rainy, too. (laughs) So while the Facebook is showing me the beaches that are inevitably sunny. Always. Yes. The rain is pouring. Yeah. (laughs) In in the area where I live. In the Midwest. So how do you turn this spring break into a a staycation that is exciting and fun? Well, I think, I mean, you can do all kinds of things, but one, I mean, you can go a couple different avenues. I think one avenue you could go is like, how can I make my home more conducive to being cozy? And so maybe you love to organize and clean and purge. And you could spend your spring break doing that. I have a friend who loves her label maker and she loves to organize. And that would be like right up her alley. I wonder if she's hireable, outable. (laughs) I mean, she's helped me the couple times I've moved, like completely purge. So I think I could hire her to love her label maker in my house. She she probably would. Okay. She probably would. Yeah. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find this friend and contact her about coming and helping me. My best spring break would be to have her come, me hire her, and then I could watch her. <laughs> Do all the things. Right? Maybe while you have your hard hard seltzer. Yes. That <laughs> that's that's my game right there. Okay, I'll let her know. Yep. Yep, you let her know. She's busy this spring break. She happens to be going somewhere this spring break. Yeah, all they the all time are. She's in town. <laughs> but this spring break, it's been it's been um delayed COVID because of like the trip's been delayed multiple times because of COVID. Okay. So they're finally going. All so, right. Yeah. So we'll wish her well. Yes. And sit and humph in our own house <laughs> <laughs> with a broken label maker and no tape. But what can we do if the organizing home edit is not our cup of tea? Okay. What can we do to make our staycation um, enjoyable? Well, you could turn your house into an obstacle course. Ooh. Yeah. I want to hear more about this. Right. So the other day, uh, I had a student who was a particularly energetic student that showed up in the media center. He needed something. I don't know what it was, but I was like, oh, buddy, (laughs) this media center is now an obstacle course. And in order to get this thing that you want, you have to do five laps around the entire media center. Nice. And every single time we get to this orange square right here, you're going to stop and do 10 jumping jacks. And every single time you get to this green square right here, you're going to do two push-ups. And everybody in the media center was rolling by the time he was done with it. So I did the whole thing with him. We ran the media center. We ran five laps. We did 50 jumping jacks. Good for you. And 10 push-ups. Okay. And then he went back to the class. I emailed his teacher and said, you're welcome. Smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) He should be um, able to sit and focus a bit better now. And I and I kept him a little bit in my in my little space. So yeah, so turn your uh, house into an obstacle course. Play follow the leader. You I know? love it. Yes, to see if you can do fifty jumping jacks and ten push ups with your kids. I think that sounds great. And, and then, you know you'll wear them out, and maybe yourself too. And everybody can have a nap, right? Yep, yep. This kitchen tile is a ten jumping jack tile. This uh, living room wooden floor is where you're going to stop and do some sit ups. 
Okay. All right. Perfect. I think you could also, if it's going to be nice at all reasonably, get out your bike. Bike to your nearest ice cream shop and have ice cream. I love that idea. Or bike to your um, closest place to have lunch or coffee. And then bike back, you know, so make it something active that you maybe you want to go get coffee because it's your vacation, it's your break, but you're going to go bike there and then bike back home. Right. Yeah, that's a great idea. And you might be able to find a bike if you don't have one at your local. A lot of places rent. Yes. Rent a bike or find one at your local like Salvation Army Goodwill type store. Mm -hmm. There, There are oftentimes bikes on the Facebook pages, too. On Marketplace, yes. Yeah. You can definitely probably pick one up there for a decent price. There's also a ton of board games that are active. Oh, Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So you can do a Google search for active board games, but um, they're like, think Twister, right? Like Twister is an active board game right, where you're, you're stretching sitting. and spinning. Yeah. But there's also um, Hullabaloo, which is oh, a cranium game. We yes. played that a ton. We did too. My so kids much it. fun. So for younger kids, gestures for older kids. It's kind of like charades, right? Mm-hmm. Gets you moving and active. There is a yoga game oh, that you can play. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So all kinds of fun games. We also love minute-to-win-it games in our family. And that is oftentimes found with some materials around your house. Yeah. So yeah. you can just look them up on, on Google and find the materials, and then you can go ahead and have a little tournament. There you go. about some tidbits of information, little teeny tiny fun facts about us that we thought since you tune in each week and listen to what we have to say about nutrition, fitness, friendship, that maybe you don't know about us, even if you're one of our friends listening, that might make it more interesting to listen to us. There we go. So Stephanie has three and I have three. We're going to become three-dimensional characters for you guys. (laughs) When you read books, like the more information you know about the character, the more three-dimensional they become. That's right. right. So we are moving from flat to 3D. (laughs) I love it. Yes. So um, my first little tidbit is that my dream in life is to own a flower truck. I mean, that would be so perfect for you because you are such the florist. I think it would be so much fun to like drive a little truck around and offer flowers to people. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What color would your truck be, Stephanie? Um, it would have to be aqua. Ah, yeah. Yes. That aqua. seems perfect. So with white and black detail. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And I would wrap the flowers in like brown paper. <gasps> Oh, I love that. I, I love it too. Okay. Yep. So, so I'm currently maybe in a few years. Yes. I'm taking donations. Okay. For my flower truck. For your flower truck business. And maybe in a few years, if she might be in your town, you might get some flowers. Oh yeah. No. Oh. I could I could drop it off to all the listeners of Friends in Forties. No problem there. <laughs> all right, Laura, go. So on that same kind of um thinking, one of my childhood dreams as I was growing up was to be a greeting card designer. I love this. And I, as a child, I used to draw cards and I used to make people cards. So instead of going to buy cards, I would 
create them. And I still enjoy dabbling in creating cards a little bit here and there. Um, I don't quite have the time as I did as an eight-year-old. You know, life led me to be a teacher instead, but I feel like I get to be a little bit of a greeting card designer when I design some Canva Instagram posts and Facebook posts for you guys. So I get to have a little bit of that dream while I continue to teach preschool all day. So (laughs) So I have this friend that raises labs. Oh. And Hallmark, the card company, has called her multiple oh, times for to photograph her to puppies. Photograph her puppies oh, for their cards. Oh my gosh. And every once in a while she'll post on Facebook the newest card that has one of her puppies on oh it. Oh my gosh, I have to see these sometimes. Yes. That sounds so fun. Isn't that oh, I fun? love that. I yeah, I was so jealous of her for yeah. having dogs in a Hallmark card. I mean, who doesn't want dogs their dog in a Hallmark card? Right, where everybody gets to pick it up because everybody loves a dog card. Yes. I mean, I think a lot of people do. Maybe not everybody. I mean, I just gave my um coworker a dog birthday card. And they just, they're so fun and so cute. Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. Isn't that awesome? I love that. All right, so here's another little known fact about me. One of my favorite foods is shoe fly pie. So that's a really fun name, but you have to tell us what is in shoe fly pie. Okay, because so I've heard of it, but I cannot put my finger on what's in it. It's amazing. Okay. We're just going to start there. Okay, that's fair enough. However, I've been told that it's an acquired amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all might look it up and be like, what is she talking about? Oh, my goodness. My grandparents lived in Reading, Pennsylvania, and they lived right next to the Amish community there. And the Amish community made shoe fly pie where my grandma would go and get it at the stores. It is a molasses-based pie. It has a gooey bottom and a crumbly top. And to me, it is like when my grandma would buy it for me, I would eat the whole thing. So the story goes that the folks would make the shoe fly pie and stick it in their window and have the flies go to that pie instead of the ones that they were actually making, like the cherry ones or the Okay, that's where it gets its name. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how much truth there is Because of the sweet molasses, probably. They were attracted to that. I can tell you that it... We've tried to replicate it. It's been very, very hard to replicate. The only person that I know that's been able to do it has been my friend, Misha. Um, and she made me a shoe fly pie that I about just like sat down and cried when oh, I ate it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, oh, go. okay. So you might be checking out some shoe fly pie. So we're going to go on that same topic of favorite foods. And I mean, this is probably going to be bizarre. But honestly, One of my most favorite foods, and I've said this multiple times, not just on a fitness nutrition podcast, is a really amazing salad that I did not make and chop. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's one of, it's, I just, if you can add the right greens and the fresh veggies and some type of protein, and then I always love a little crunch on top. So either some sunflower seeds or some pecans or some walnuts or something, some type of crunch on top with a bunch of other deliciousness. Oh, that is really one of my most favorite foods. And I could probably eat one every day if I didn't have to make it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is noted right here. All right. So last little known fact about me. I have this amazing husband um, who has done all of our household laundry since I met him. (laughs) Now, 
there might have been an accident with something red uh, and something oh. pink. And there might have been some anger involving that. But ever since so then, after that, then he decided to take it over. Yeah. He's like, you can't handle this. So I got this. <laughs> I got this one. But he does all of our laundry, which is so phenomenal. I love that about him. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Matt, who does all of our laundry. So as we were putting these tidbits down, I was getting to my number three. And I was like, when I saw hers, I was like, well, you know what? I have an amazing husband um, who truly is the main person who cooks dinners, meals in our house. Um, In fact, it didn't always, it wasn't always that way. Uh, Oftentimes when the kids were young, I was the one who was home and home at dinner time and cooking the meals. But as we've, our kids have gotten older, oftentimes at that dinner time making, I am working out with Stephanie. And so he's allowed me to be able to do that because he knows how important that is for my brain and um, well-being um, to get that workout in. And so he's kind of taken that over. And so I'm so grateful for him for doing that. But there's a joke in my house that my kids are like, well, mom, you don't cook. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) It's not that I don't cook. It's that I just happen to not be home. And he takes that over for for us. And so, um, yeah, I'm super grateful that he makes our meals in our house. All right, Laura, now it is time for our weekly homework. Probably not to drink too much, right? Yeah. (laughs) We're not going to just say have a glass of wine with this one. Yeah. Laura and I both talked about our lifelong dreams. Like she talked about designing greeting cards for Hallmark and I talked about owning a flower truck. So in your notebook, uh, what's your dream? Oh, right. Maybe do a little doodle with it. Oh, yeah. Make a little like a dream page. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what if there were no, nothing to hold you back? What would you do? What would you do this week? What would you do in a month? What would you do in five years? Mm -hmm. I love it. And in the meantime. Enjoy your week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You You got got this. this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you